This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. Okay, so today we have a really fun episode ahead of us. Uh, well, I hope it will be fun because I have a dear friend with me in the studio today, Michelle Liu, the owner of Finn, uh, which is a, I would say it's a healthy, hip, super cool place in Publica. Oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> thanks. But, um, it is super hip. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Okay, friend. so. Just uh, <laughs> um, just uh, as uh, an introduction, this is a disclaimer, I guess. So Michelle and I go, way I would back. say way back. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. We were, were like classmates. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Mm. I remember like we were writing like cover letters in IT class, and we were like making fun of yours. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not bringing. This is about food. This oh, show yeah, is about yeah. food, yeah. Michelle. Yeah. But yeah, we used to be classmates, and I've seen her grow over the past few years being a restauranter and running Finn and I've seen you grown as a person as well yeah I have and I'm really proud of you oh thanks <laughs> I'm proud of you too for having me <laughs> sorry but okay let's uh begin so you run Finn mm-hmm. um which well I, I just say it's a healthy hip place do, do you accept that uh description yeah I mean I've been trying to figure out what we are for the longest time. I don't think we were specifically healthy. I don't really want to be boxed into, you know, healthy because mm. people have like preconceptions about it. I would just say we're a cafe who's trying, you know, different things like very Australian, Scandinavian inspired. Mm-hmm. Mm. And actually, I feel like your your whole journey into opening Finn and, and starting out this business is pretty interesting because... When you were in school, you weren't into food. Yeah. Right? And I was like writing poetry or something. <laughs> <laughs> like really embarrassing poetry. Um, yeah. I Actually, I really don't know how I got into it. I was really into um, writing and like doing all that sort of stuff in uni. And then I started working. I think my, you know, love for food actually came from when I worked at the big group for Benjamin Young. And that's how one of my business partners, Joel also sort of started he was doing R&D in the big group mm. and then that's how we kind of began our food journey mm. and you started mm-hmm. off uh, after you were at uh, the big group then you started a very small pop-up store right in in yeah, this small space pretty ratchet in la. um yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like because it, publica has this place you know it's called art row and it was pretty much like anything goes you know, it's where entrepreneurs can just go and sort of set up shop. Um, main, it was mainly for artists. A lot of artists start from there, like Didet Mera. And then there'd be so much going on. Like sometimes there'd be like a circus sort of thing. And then there'd be crafty people. And then there's us. And then also where we met um, Room 203. They're very like a... Uh, you know, popular, you know, sort coffee of, perva- place, yeah. yeah, coffee place that served five ringgit coffee, which was really like jarring at the time mm, when he started. Yeah, that was what the, he was known for, right? Like Yong, he was known for five 
ringgit coffee. Five ringgit coffee that was actually good. Mm. Yeah, I would say yeah. that. And he was in this art row as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, like yeah, a he few was. stores. He was like OG, OG, you know, mm. art row. But you started row with gang. Pokeballs. Why, why Pokeballs though? Mm. Where do you first have your Okay, I get asked this a Pokeball. lot. Yeah. I feel so sorry that it's not like an amazing origin story where I go to Hawaii and like discover <laughs> amazing Hawaiian food. It's literally just because, um, uh, so I lived in Australia for a bit and it did have really good poke bowls and I had my first one like on the side of the beach <laughs> and it was it was really good. And I thought this is like something I want everyone to try especially in Malaysia. And it somehow was, you know, getting picked up as well, mm. you know, in certain restaurants, which I won't name. <laughs> <laughs> so list all your favorite pokey <laughs> restaurants. One, two. <laughs> but yeah, I think during that time, yeah. um, there were a few that popped up as well. I think there were a few chains um, yeah. that popped up all over the place. But for yeah. you, you remain quite small, right? And it was yeah. kind of like your first venture into a food running a food business yeah what were some of the first big hurdles that you have to had Mm. to pass okay with challenges i guess looking back i really had problems i mean at the time i think i didn't want to admit it but i think being like a sort of a bit younger and just sort of inexperienced i had problems scaling the business like where to take it or if I wanted to franchise or just remain as one or, Mm. you know, that sort of thing. I didn't know how to make it bigger. I just knew how to do it, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But I think that is what makes you stand out from the rest of, uh, well, a lot of the Pokeball places because they are interested in, like, scaling business and some maybe turning into a franchise and Mm -hmm. having lots of places and having their their brand across different regions in KLPJ. But for you, I guess, yeah, because of your your youth or, like, inexperience. (laughs) (laughs) Noob, noob. Everyone's like, noob. No, but it's like, you made the business a lot more personable. Yeah. And you sort of turned it into your own, which I saw, like, throughout your different stages of your your business, right? It's like when you then, from your small store, you moved in with uh, Yong from room 203 into a physical location, into a brick-and-mortar store, like, you still had that very personal vibes. Yeah, dude. Like, my personal <laughs> number, I answer like, hello, this is Finn. Like, I don't say my own name anymore. So That's you how... are Finn. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Finn is me. Oh my god. No, <laughs> no um, but I mean, yeah, it has good and bad. Mm. How to scale. Like, I didn't, I know I didn't want it to be a franchise, but I also found that I, I lacked a bit of you know, uh, proactiveness in my own business. Mm. That's how I would say it. Mm. And I think you are, you know, in quite a unique position because I think there are a lot of people that want to start the cafe or or restaurant. But a lot of them don't have like a food background, right? And I guess for you, uh, your food background really only started when you work with uh, the big group. Mm. And so it's not something that is really talked about a lot, you know, for someone who didn't have a food background to jump into like a cafe or restaurant business. Mm. And so do you feel that a lot of people don't understand what goes into running a restaurant and then when you get into it you feel like oh this wasn't what I expected Mm. and for you were there anything that you didn't expect uh, out of running a restaurant? Yes um, the former yes I guess um, at the beginning when I was like 24 I was pretty obsessed just about the brand and the product that Mm. was really what my focus was on Then I realized, like, um, you know, when we started, you know, being bigger and needing more help, I realized, like, um, 
my priorities need to shift. Like it needs to be about building a team that will carry the brand, not just about me and Joel and John, my two business partners doing it. So really, I didn't expect myself to be so immersed in like building a team and getting to know each and every one of them on a personal and professional level. So yeah, I totally didn't expect that of myself or mm. that I needed to do it. But of course, now it seems obvious, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very true. Though. It's like people say, you know, when you go into a restaurant, you expect to be working with the food all day and having like mm. uh, to problem solve when it comes to like food or different yeah. your know, quality control and whatnot. But the main things that you have to spend your time on mm. when running a restaurant is with people. It's like yeah, managing yeah, yeah. people and building a team. Yeah, right? yeah. And we spend a lot of time together cleaning and doing really unglamorous <laughs> stuff so yeah it's very it's very unpretty mm. if that's what you think like i i think it's funny when people are like oh it's so cute like you own a restaurant mm. i'm like is it is it cute because <laughs> look at me i'm like, <laughs> exhausted but yeah it's fun it's fun but mm. you have to do it for the right reasons ah. Right, right 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 yeah. and now you have your own store which mm. uh open how long has it been a month plus Two months? Feels so long. But no, um, it's maybe, yeah, almost two months. Almost two months, right? Yeah, mm. right after MCO kind of eased up. Mm. Yeah. And now you have your own independent space and it's still in Publica. Yeah, still in Publica G3. Mm. Yeah. What's different about what's different about this place compared to, you know, your pre- previous location sharing the place with Yong? And I see your menu has expanded a lot as so. well. Yeah. So what's different? Um, a lot. I mean, I guess I guess we we really wanted to go all out, go big or go home with this new place. It's become sort of fully realized, like everything we wanted in our restaurant. Now we have. Um, in regards of the menu, it's definitely bigger. We have a lot more. It's not just pokeball focus. We actually wanted to steer away from that. Because, you know, it's a small range of what people can eat, right? Mm. I mean, I... I don't don't recommend eating poke bowls every single day. Um, but yeah, so it's expanded and we've gotten a lot more like hot food and more like, I guess, Australian inspired breakfasts and stuff like that, like broth bowls as well. Mm. So who develops all the recipes or who tests them? I would say, okay, I would say like, so there's three of us, John, Joel, and me. Joel is really the recipe developer, technical side, really refines everything. Um, Whereas I sort of just throw him ideas and hope for the best. I'm definitely not like the logical thinking person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. He would definitely be the cook. John's definitely our coffee guy and does everything um yeah mm. so i sort of just just stand aside and let him do it but do you feel like your your cooking has improved since you started finn my team would definitely disagree what? i'm probably the one that's like the clumsiest in the kitchen i try and i think that's the most important no <laughs> um, um yeah I I find that like at the beginning I was really involved in like recipe developing and costing and everything with Joel but like I said earlier I really felt like now is the time for me to step back and let other people do it because they're as much a part of Finn now you know like I need to kind of step back and let them do their own thing mm. yeah mm. and you say I love the Finn like the in the new Finn I love that design and stuff is inspired by like Scandi design, is it? Yeah, a little bit. I mm. think it was just 
a, a little bit selfish, but everything that I liked put into <laughs> a store. <laughs> I think you must like it though, because it's like you're gonna be working there. That's every true. Day. That's true. I have been there every single day. Uh-huh. But do Love your it. business partners like it? Or you're like, no, I want this like this. Yes la. <laughs> John Joel, are you listening to this? No, um, no, it was collaborative. I did not just say, hey, I want this. Okay, okay. And no, then... but one thing I really like is your ceramics. Oh, <laughs> thanks. So nice. Okay, really shout out to Stonework Ceramics and Bankita Ceramics. They really like, you know, I'm like a little bit OCD. So they really like copped a lot of discussion from me um they're like both really talented ceramic studios stoneworks did my bowls and then um bankita did my cups which everyone loves and we really hope no one steals it because we were talking about it you know like has it i don't know do you people, have some stolen? people not yet because mm. i don't like keep an eye but like people steal stuff yeah they do like my mom mm. um <laughs> if she likes something she's like let's just take it oh my god <laughs> Um, yeah, so I know everyone says it's support local, but it's not just for the sake of supporting local, but also because the work is so good. And there's so much heart put into it. And I know, like, this is, I am so proud to serve my food in this. Mm. Yeah, that's how I feel. Mm. Yeah. Now, before we go any further, we are going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'll hear more from Michelle about Finn and the process of building a restaurant business. Stay with us. You're listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Breaking Bread. I'm Jun and I've been speaking with Michelle Liu from Finn, a restaurant in Publica. Now, Michelle is a good friend of mine and we're just going to continue our flowing conversation about Finn and the process of running a restaurant. I've been chatting like a, a bit during the process of, you know, you setting up this whole place. And you were mentioning things like you want eventually, uh, at least when this whole MCO pandemic boils over, mm-hmm. you want this space to be sort of a place where people can come in and collaborate or like have cook-offs or like cook-outs maybe like together. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what sort of plans do you have for that? I mean, it wasn't really, you know, it's not very developed, but we did think to have people come into our space and take over a kitchen, especially because, you know, sadly, COVID did affect a lot of businesses, either put them out of business or slowed them down. Mm. And some of them don't have a brick and mortar store. So, I mean, in October, we are doing a collaboration with Pitcha Eats, who's doing a pop-up in our space um, for dinner. Mm. So that is, I feel like it's a good platform to serve their food instead of just serving from a central kitchen. So that's the sort of collaboration we want to do more of. So this is like an open invitation to anyone. To anyone to just come into your kitchen. I mean, no, I mean, let's talk for a bit, you know, get to know each other a little bit better. But like, yeah, I think it's really fun. And I never thought of like our cafe to just be like fin, fin, fin. Mm. I'd love to work with so many other people, just like not even have to be like food related. You Mm -hmm. know, it can be, you know, across industry. No, I think because like when we were classmates, I always thought you were really artsy oh my god so <laughs> i was trying very hard 
<laughs> I was like looking back in my like journal and stuff. I bet I thought I was so. Do you bring cool. it with you today? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you later. It's damn funny. I just thought, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks. But yeah, I, so... what did I think about you? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I just remember your cover letter. <laughs> oh my god, what is with my cover letter? Do you remember? Is it the roller coaster? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you okay, made do it. Do you want to share? It's been, you know, I feel like you've come a long way. I think it was something like. You started off with like life is like a roller coaster, has some ups and downs, and then we're like, <laughs> no, no, life is like a theme park. Remember? Oh, right? uh, then then so how's life like a theme park? Because there are different rides. Oh, and then maybe you'll be on the roller coaster, oh, and then right. maybe you'll be in the, ups and downs, the tunnel so. of love. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I see why they hired you for BFM. What? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you submitted this no very yeah. cover letter, right? <laughs> I submitted to every job application. <laughs> and then BFM's like, oh yeah, this is good. We're going to do a live reading yeah. of, of my cover letter. I, I think I lost it. I cannot find it anymore. I hope you didn't take a screenshot of it. Oh, I wish I did. Mm. But okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Do you feel like your, your I guess, artsy background helped with uh, you setting up Finn? I, I don't really see myself to be artsy to be very honest especially now where I'm less naive and more self-aware I just think um I I feel a certain way like you know being in Australia and being on the beach and stuff I feel a certain way and I just really want to share that feeling that I have mm. yeah. yeah yeah I don't I don't find myself like particularly good at designing other people are I, I think I'm more of a good connector like if I want something like say the ceramics or a design or the food, I'm good at like connecting people and putting the idea in their head, and then they go and refine it. But I wouldn't say I'm particularly good at one thing. Mm. Yeah, I think you are. Oh, thanks. I see it. I thanks. See it. I'm just trying to be humble. <laughs> you know? I'm just trying to stay grounded. <laughs> <laughs> what are the so? What are the next steps for you for or for Finn actually? I think. Not to be such a downer, but I guess COVID really changed our perspective on a lot of things. Like, I mean, obviously, every business owner, I guess, would want to open more or be bigger. Right now, like, honestly speaking, it's really hard to look into the future. I feel like I'm still catching, like, my physical body is still catching up to what we're doing right now. Mm. Like, um, but for future plans, I feel like, we're just trying to do more with the actual space that we have. Mm. Um, with expanding, right, I actually had someone tell me that it's actually selfish to take risks during such a pandemic and then you're risking the livelihood of your staff who, you know, if you open more, you might lose more money and have not enough money to pay them or stuff like that. So it's seen as like a little bit selfish. You know, mm. you're taking the risk... So for me, I think I don't agree with that, but um, I do. I am more cautious of you know expansion or doing anything too risky. Like mm. right now, I think a lot of businesses right now are just laying low, just maintain status quo, and then next year see how it goes. Right, right. But I feel like in the past one two months, we've also seen a lot of new places. Yeah, coming we have. Up yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like right now? With you, especially having opened up like right after the the all during the MCU and during the pandemic, yeah. Do you feel that now is a good time to be opening up? You said you were cautious, so does that mean that, you know, you feel now is not so much of a good time for restaurants to new restaurants to pop up? 
I think we're pretty lucky because we've already been around for a few years. So we've sort of established, you know, our customers and our brand and stuff. I don't know if it's a bad time to open or not open, but I feel like um, you have to work a lot harder. Mm. There's a lot of com- competition and then there's just a lot more to lose, I feel. Yeah. Mm. Not to be sad or anything. <laughs> depressed. <laughs> okay. Well, All let's good. just end it with a, a bit of advice for budding food entrepreneurs. Or oh, budding food people who didn't really have a food background, didn't mm, really start like out with a food background like yourself, yeah. but wants to venture into opening a cafe, opening a uh, casual restaurant maybe. Mm. Mm. What okay. advice would you give them? Okay. Um, I guess for me, I would tell people to do it for the right reasons. I feel like a lot of people want something just for the sake of owning something or saying that they own something, which is fine. Mm. But, you know, if I feel like you want to... I don't know, contribute something good for society or, you know, the food industry as a whole. I feel mm. like you should do it well and have at least some passion for it. You can always work with other people. You don't have to do it alone. You can always hire a chef. You can hire, like, people to manage it. But you have to care about it for sure. Like, there's so many people I feel like just want to do something so they can put a name on it and, you know, make it whatever, like, Instagrammable. Mm. But you should really care about it and how it affects the industry as a whole. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like doing it with a partner, doing it with maybe even two partners is is better than setting out on your own and doing it? Yeah, definitely. I definitely would not be able to do it without my partners. Like, mm. they are definitely the yin to my yang. Seriously, <laughs> like, <laughs> I would it's... definitely fail without them. Let's just say that. There would be no fin. Mm. And yeah. I think the same can be said for them also, right? They can't do it without you. Yeah. I, it's just I being mean, too humble. Yeah. Too humble, I'm sure. They, I'm sure they say that all the time to other people. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, um, for people who have, have, uh, haven't heard of your place or so like want to find out where it is, where are you located? How can they get mm. in touch? Um, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, or just come to Publica and then find your way to us. Just look for Finna. I'm sure you'll see us. We finally have a sign. For the longest mm-hmm, time, we did mm-hmm. not have any signage. We're sort of... Uh, everyone got a bit annoyed including my mom so yeah okay. it's easy well, I'll probably most likely be there look out for the the annoying the Chinese nope. girl yeah. no what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks, thanks so much thanks so much for coming on the show today Michelle thanks thanks, thanks for having me you're cool you're cool That's all we have for this week's show. To listen to more episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or visit our website at www.bfm.my. And as usual, for fun recipes and funky food writing, you can visit my blog at jonantonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-Z-T-O-N-I-C.com. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Listen to his podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, cut. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.